Good morning. My name's Lisa. I'm part of the Freedom Church leadership team. It's great to have you with us this Sunday morning and welcome to everyone who's watching on YouTube and Facebook. And at the start of our meeting, I'd like to read some scripture to you. This morning I'm reading from Psalm 18 and it says, I love you, Lord. You are my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress and my saviour. My God is my rock in whom I find protection. He is my shield, the strength of my salvation and my stronghold. I love the Psalms because they're so passionate, they're so expressive, they're like poems and they really provide us with a, a, a sense of strength and, and a source of knowing Christ through every season of life. And I just encourage you that if you don't know Christ, come to the scriptures, get to know him, get to know him, that he is your, he's the strength of your life and that he can be a stronghold, particularly in these times of, that are unsettled at the moment. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Wrestling in my doubts, in my failures, you won't walk out. Your great love will lead me through. You are the peace in my troubled sea. Oh, you are the peace in my troubled sea. In the silence, you won't let go. Questions your truth will hold, your great love will lead me through. You are the peace in my troubled sea. Oh, you are the peace in my troubled sea. My lighthouse, my lighthouse, shining in the darkness.
the past four weeks, Mark and I have brought you some conversations from around our kitchen table. And today we're going to do something slightly different. So Mark has been recording some lockdown interviews and today we're really happy to bring you the one that he's recorded with Chip Kendall. And Chip is a songwriter, recording artist, man of many talents actually. And he's got some really insightful things to share with us from um, him and his family's experience of, of this time of lockdown. So we hope that it's going to be just something a bit different this morning, something to engage you in a new way. And we hope that you'll really enjoy it. So before we worship together, I'm just going to pray. Lord, thank you for who you are. Thank you that in spite of everything that's going on in terms of this lockdown time, that you are God and you are good. And it is our joy and our privilege to come this morning and to worship you together and to connect with you and your love for us. We praise you, Lord. Amen. Let's worship.
jealous for me Love's like a hurricane I am a tree Bending beneath The weight of his wind and mercy When all of a sudden I am unaware of these afflictions Eclipsed by glory I realize just how beautiful you are And how great your affections are for me Oh, how he loves us so
Hey, Mark. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm doing really, really good. How are you doing? Good, man. I'm, I'm healthy. That's, that's always a good start, isn't it? When we're, uh, we're up and about and what have you, there's no sign of the virus in our house. Nothing, nothing like that. We, we have been very good at following the rules, though. How about you? Are you, are you being good, boys and girls? Yeah, really good. And this is really great weather today and yesterday. And I think this is probably the best it's going to get before the big holiday that's coming, Easter. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I, I, I think we're making the most of it for sure. Oh, I guess so. And you've got a lovely garden as well. Oh, we've, yeah. We've, and we've been going down to the park, which isn't that far away. A big, yeah, yeah. massive open space. So you don't have to worry about getting anywhere near people. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But really, we've got, really we've got a similar thing. We've got a park just down the road from us, but we've got a teeny tiny garden, which really isn't, isn't good enough for anything, but it, but it's there. Yeah. So, um, Chip, we, we, you want, we wanted to kind of get together and chat about uh, uh, worship and, uh, and chat about kind of really interesting to hear your thoughts. I think you presented to me the idea of what, how to do family worship in quarantine. I think that was the, the, the sentence that you sent. But you've also, we're going to also talk about some uh, stuff, some of your songs that you recorded videos for. And you've, in, in the aforementioned big garden that you have, you've, and I've seen a few of them, and they look, they look awesome. <laughs> they look really cool. Oh, cool, yeah. I don't know how long you spent editing them, but, uh, yeah. you know, just, <laughs> whatever you've done, they're simple, they're great, and, and really engaging, and, and so really, really good. So we'll, we'll get into talk about that, I guess, in a bit. Um, but first up, so that question then, family, worshipping, we're in quarantine, we're in lockdown. Yeah. Go. What are, what are some of your thoughts on that? Well, I don't know if you found this in your family, Mark, but, you know, this whole, um, probably since it first really kicked off around the beginning of last month, um, it's really brought a lot of stuff to the surface uh, in our marriage, in our parenting. <laughs> uh, the stuff that you think you're kind of like pretty <clears throat> solid on, like you're good on. And I think it's because there's so many variables and there's so, um, so much, uh, like nobody knows when it's going to be over. <laughs> like, no, just, it, it, that is the thing, isn't it? Like we, we, we can't even plan ahead because yeah, we were told three weeks ago, two and a bit weeks ago. So we were told it would be three weeks, two and a bit weeks ago. And yet that's three week mark is going to, is creeping up with us and it doesn't look like anything's, anything's going to change. Just before you go on and, and share a little bit more, if it's appropriate, and because I think this might help families and 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 you know couples, uh, can can you share any anything of those things that have risen to the surface between you and your lovely wife, Ellen? Can you share yeah. anything that, that obviously is appropriate for now? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can help us with that you've discovered that because I'm sure people like to identify with with struggles of others. So what things yeah. have you found come surface in your marriage? Yeah, I, I think one of the biggest ones is control. I think, you know, when you all of a sudden feel uh, out of control or out of any kind of, you know, one person said to me a long time ago, it's actually in a book that I read um, by a guy named Mal Fletcher. And he says, people don't really want celebrity status. They don't want to be famous. What people really want is influence. And that works on a, on a macro level as well as a micro level. You want to know that the thing that you say or the idea that you've got, it carries value and it's a worthwhile thing to, to do. But what ends up happening is when a lot of uh, the 
like the stuff that's backing that up or the, the foundation that you've got, for example, this huge coronavirus has taken over everything. It, it brings a shaking, mm. then it really quickly comes to light. How much influence, how much control have you actually got in anything, even the, yeah. the tiniest little thing? So we just had a happy, we were in a car drive. I don't think my wife would mind me telling you, but we were on this little car journey into work. You know, it was probably the, I think it was the last day that we ended up going into work in the end. We didn't know it at the time. Who didn't know that yeah, was our last day yeah, going yeah. to work? Um, you that was know, the last drive. day before you could buy toilet rolls. That was, that was it, wasn't it? It was the... Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. And, uh, you know, we're having what, I, what felt like a normal conversation to begin with. And then a little thing pops up and then something else pops up. And before we know it, it's a full-blown, like, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> you know, it was... Who are you and what have you done with Helen? Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And oh, so, okay. um, and, and, it, and it worked vice, vice versa as yeah, well. Yeah, sure. And so what we found we needed to do was to go right back to the foundations. And I, I genuinely think this is one of the great things that we have as Christians people who have a relationship with Jesus, you know, there is a, a third person, a cord of three strands is not easily broken. When we said our marriage vows, we made Jesus the center of our relationship. So we come right back to those foundations that are unshakable. God is unchanging. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And his word is unchanging. And Mark, this is, if there is anything that gives me, um, I want to say fear because we're talking about how we have to fight fear with faith and all that. But uh -huh. I've, I have a genuine concern, let's call it that, that there is a whole nation that needs to know Jesus. And there's people that don't know him like we know him. And if we come back to that as our foundation, what are they going to? <laughs> They're going to something, but it's, it's well, not well, Jesus. Well, well, let's come back to that, that kind of quip I said a few minutes ago about the toilet rolls things. What they're falling back on is fear. Because, because yes. that's, that's, that's the only, when everything is taken away, and like you say, there's nothing, there's, there's nobody there for them, there's no God for them right there, then, then there's just an abyss of nothingness. And that generates fear. And we saw that played out in, in the third kind of shopping situation that we had, you know, shelves being stripped clean, because people just didn't know, they, 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 they didn't have anything else to hold on to. So they, they, they were in fear immediately. Oh, and, and you can see why. You can, you can see why. If you haven't got a solid foundation, you know, I mean, everything gets thrown up. Your, your job, uh, money, that's a huge one anyway for couples to, to talk about and to deal with and families and stuff and uh, parenting and just everything is shaken to a point where you're, you're completely out of control. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, you know, a lot of people... <clears throat> are putting a lot of faith and trust in the NHS, which is a great thing. And I love the NHS. I'm thankful. It's one of the reasons I'm still in England and I haven't gone back to America. We don't have the NHS. <laughs> but, you know, but equally, my, again, underlying concern would be for people to make NHS the savior, you know, and medically they are the saviors in, in a lot of totally. respects. But the Bible talks about Jehovah Rophe, God, yeah. our healer. And I'm not, I'm not trying to open up any cans of worms. I'm just saying, hey, guys, if we're able to champion and give a standing ovation to the NHS on our front doorstep, how much more 
can we just get super excited and praise our Father in heaven who is never changing. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he is the glue that holds marriages together. He's the bond that brings families together. He is, mm. he is our, our lifeline. He's our source. And we've been talking we about a, oh, go on. No, no, go on, go on. We've been talking about faith, hope, and love. You know, our, our pastor Glenn says, faith is our way. Hope is our mindset. And love is our action. And we see this model all through the scripture. And, and so I, I wanted to include that because that's what I mean when I talk about God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, even if those strong Christian believers, I would like to hope and believe that, that, that I have a good, strong faith and my wife has a good, strong faith. And, and it's, pretty, it's pretty unshakable most of the time. But I do remember the evening where the, the, kind of the government did one of their briefings and said, right, now we're in lockdown. That's it. So the day after you're talking about when you went to the, the work together, we're in lockdown. And I remember sitting there watching that briefing and, and just this little, this little nervousness just begin to kind of well up with inside. It's like, oh, what, what does that mean? Like you say, I think it was that, okay, control is now being removed. I, I no longer have control about where I can go, what I can do. Um, and I'm, I'm restrictions are now being put on this and my freedoms are now being taken away. And so there was a moment that, that, I sat there with my kind of family in the front room going, ah, that, that, there's something going there. So I had to, I had, I literally said, right, we're going to do a video. We're going to talk to our church and we're going to do a live stream to our church because um, I can't be the only, you know, I, I can consider myself a good, a good, strong Christian and I can't be the only one who's just feeling a little bit bothered right now. And I want to talk to my family. And so myself and Kathy, we stood up and we kind of like this, we, we got in front of the camera and we just declared how good God is. And we declared God's, um, you know, unshakableness, like you just said, over this whole situation that he didn't bring, he didn't bring it upon us, but he can certainly bring us through it. And, uh, and, and that's what we did. And so, yeah, for anybody who, like you, you said about you and Helen and, and things coming to the surface, that was one of those moments where, oh, I feel a bit uncomfortable, but no. I'm going to declare how good God is through this situation. We'll get to the other end of it and we'll be stronger for it. Yeah. It's like this other thing kicks in. And I think probably, especially for us as men, you know, and, and, and feeling that sense of, of responsibility for our families. Totally. Um, it, it just, you have to completely shift all trust on God, you know, my dad's favorite Bible verse, and I, I see as I'm going through this, I'm like, this is why it's his favorite Bible verse. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Amen. him and he'll make your path straight. He's the one who sets the agenda, yeah. who makes the plan. Another yeah. one that I've been leaning into recently is some may trust in horses, some may trust in chariots, but we will trust in the name of our God. I've been thinking about employers and employees you know mm -hmm. often we think that the uh, the the cart is the important thing the cart is what's carrying you know your job or your money or whatever it is but actually no 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 some trust in the horse to pull the cart otherwise that that job's not going anywhere if you haven't got an employer if you haven't got somebody who's kind of managing and driving the thing yeah. I'm not going to trust in either one. Well, I can't anymore. Half my jobs are gone. <laughs> I'm going to put my trust in God. God Amen. is my source. Hey, fantastic. And, and so how, so you, you found these moments where within your marriage, you, things have kind of shaped the surface. Have you then just declared that really in those moments where you found 
yourselves becoming a little bit overwhelmed? Have you just declared those kind of verses, those kind of uh, thoughts over those situations and moments? Or what, what, or have you done something else? Is there more that you've done? Have you sat down and talked about it? Have you prayed about it together? What, what kind of things have you, have you done? Yeah, yeah. No, that's a really great question, Mark. I, you know, and I have God's word. The Bible talks about hiding God's word in your heart. And I am so happy to say that I've done that in lots of different ways. Uh, as a kid growing up, I had a massive advantage. Um, they, what do they call it now? Uh, it starts with a P. Uh, privilege. <laughs> I, had, okay. I, I grew up in a, in a privileged uh, environment where my okay. dad was a worship pastor in our church in mm -hmm. Florida, a church of about 2,000 people. And then we moved, when I was 12 years old, we moved to Jerusalem, to Israel. <laughs> and I really fell in love with God's word when I was out there. You know, I'm hanging out with modern day Indiana Jones type archaeology guys who are making new discoveries and all to, to do with God's word and the Bible and the land of the yeah. Bible. And I really got to know the God of the Bible in the land of the Bible. And and I hid God's word in my heart through reading the whole Bible. I read the whole Bible by the time I was 16. And I didn't think that was a big deal because I had friends who'd done it even younger than me. You know, I, I um, anyway, but I, songs, songs are brilliant, really great way to hide God's word in your heart. And so to answer that first part of your question of how, how do you do it? Do you declare it? Do you, and it's, it's really all of the above, you know, uh, declaring it. It's just, it's just in your thoughts and it, the, there's a battle for the mind constantly, especially right now during this time. Uh, mental health issues are going through the roof and there's a real battle for our mind. But if our mind is focused on Jesus, the Bible says he'll keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him. If we can, if we can focus on him. So that's priority number one, even above my marriage and my, my relationship as, with my kids as a parent, I want to make sure that my my whole energy is focused on Jesus. Very good. The Very author good. and the finisher of my faith, which is going to be the biggest warrior against my fear. Yeah. Second of all, as a husband, as a dad, I've got to make room for both my wife and my kids to know I'm not perfect. I don't have this all figured out. I'm, I'm out of control here. I'm, I'm not the one in control. And, and it's amazing and maybe this is why I was, I was going to go on to say this before, but after the, all those kind of bad things came to the surface, yeah. a whole other batch of stuff comes to the surface of maturity that you didn't even know was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of kindness that you didn't even know they were capable of, <laughs> of, of forethought and care. And it, it fuels everything. Once it's kind of obvious, we're all in this together. We're on this boat. Um, and we've got two options, either kill each other or care for each other and show kindness. You really start to see stuff that I've never been a more, you know, disappointed dad, but equally not, I've never been more impressed as a dad at my kids' ability and their capacity and my wife's as well to care and to show kindness and to be like, <sighs> you know, and, and we're praying together for obviously for the world and what's going on. But I can't get around saying that I'm thankful for this time just to have a, a bit of a breather. You must be having all this as well, Mark. You're, you're, you're the pastor, dude. You share, share what God's been saying to you through all this as well.
Well, I tell you what, one of the big things, I, I, being a pastor of a church, the kind of the pastor side of it is not something that actually comes easy to me, that kind of pastoral heart. I'm not a natural pastor. I'm, I'm a leader and, I, and I, can, I've got a, I can cast a vision. I can plan things. I can, I'm a strategist. I can see where we're going. But actually that connection and engagement with people, I'm a natural introvert. So, which is really rather bizarre because I always wanted to be an actor. That's all I ever wanted to be. I wanted to be on stage. I wanted to be in movies and films and all that kind of stuff. And so you'd have thought I'd be a natural extrovert. And people look at you, I guess, and think he's just a natural extrovert. But um, for me, I'm an introvert. And, and, and I discovered that actually I, 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 I like my cave. I like to kind of have real moments to myself. And what this has done for me um, is, is, is pushed. It's pushed. And this is why I'm so grateful. In, in one sense for this scenario, because it's, it's pushed me to, to connect in a way that I've never connect, been able to connect before. And isn't that bizarre, considering we're so supposedly so isolated, but because of digital stuff like this and, and what have you, you know, I've, I've realized the need, particularly within the church, we need to, we need, there needs to be an example of connection that's being set. And, and, and I, I'm thrilled at how my heart has responded to that connection with people that I thought previously would actually tire me out, you know, after so long. And, and, and here's the other thing, again, being a, so that's kind of from a, a church lead perspective, you know, it's, it's brought something out of me, like, which like you just said, it's, it was always there, but it, I'd always have to kind of dig deep to pull it out when I needed it, that kind of pastoral heart and what have you. Um, but what I discovered with my kids, the way that they've responded in terms of their schoolwork, uh, in way that they, they're connected with their friends through kind of, you know, texting and what have you and the things that they're saying but then the way that they're connecting with with stuff to do with the church because obviously we've gone online as every other church has in in you know that that has that capability um so we're doing our whole services online some people are doing live stream we're doing it pre-recorded um that's not that they didn't come to church with us normally and sit there and what have you but i think with it being in the front room it's only us <laughs> and we're not distracted by leading the gathering on the morning it's like what, what are you what are you doing are you worshiping are you and and the, you know they, they've really stepped up they've really stepped up kind of what they're doing and how they're engaging but in terms of discipline for schoolwork and things like that um i'm so proud of them so impressed that, that they've just knuckled down into this weird situation that we're in kids are so much more flexible than we we give them credit for they're, they're not snowflakes they're not just going to fall over actually they're they're really you know Resilient is an example to be set, and so I'm so grateful that somehow I've managed to set this example of, of discipline, uh, of and, being able to, and, and all that kind of stuff. And so it's coming out of them in lots of different ways. Um, so yeah, weirdly, like, coming back to it, it, it's that despite being isolated, I'm, I'm more connected than ever before, and I'm really enjoying that. I'm really enjoying that. And myself and my wife, we're, we're praying together more than we ever have done before. Um, we're reading the Word together more than we have done before. You know, you're kind of forced to do it, but, and this is the thing, I just hope by the end of this, when we come out of it, that some of these things we've, we've tapped into, we don't cap off like a well and that's it, we no longer use that, actually, we let that stream flow, you know, let it, let it flow, because there's so many things we've been doing now in these last three weeks that we probably didn't do as much before, let those things continue once this is all over. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's uh, interesting, interesting times, um, but Let's, let's come on to talking about Sunday services and online stuff. What, 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 what are you doing then in terms of, of 
your family and and helping them engage in worship because uh, worship is so much more than just singing a song isn't it although songs obviously like you, you were alluding to is it's very powerful to get the word into you through song through verse um, but worship so much more than that so what are you doing in your household what can you teach us what can you help us out out here in the big wide world uh, from oh. your, example, your setting chip well, no, I, I honestly think it's a whole vice versa thing. I think we all have to learn from each other. And this is where the church can really be the church <laughs> and not just have church uh, or show church. Um, mm. But actually, we get to, to be the church and encourage each other. So I'm, I'm excited to hear about your routines as well. Um, we're probably on our third. I think each, each week that we're in isolation together, uh, we we have another go at, you know, what is our daily uh, routine? We started off by just saying, why don't we just have quiet times, you know, in the morning, reading our word, uh, the Bible, and, and, you know, having our own quiet time. We all got our own little way of doing it. For me, I love uh, the Bible Project podcast. Bible Project does a whole podcast. You know, you've seen the little Bible Project videos, but each one of those videos has had hours and hours and hours of conversation that's been distilled into a video. So I, I just love going back and listening to those hours. It reminds me of my time in Israel and the revelation of God's word and the narrative, the whole story of the Bible. Anyway, so we all I've have listened, our own. I've listened to a whole long series they just recently done on the Sabbath. Oh. And ah, oh, each episode was was so long, but so full of amazing stuff, and it 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 went on for a number of episodes. It's like, we can't even bottom this out. <laughs> this Sabbath yeah. rest. Yeah. And then the next, the next one after that is one I'm on now, which is the trees. Do you know about the trees? I started oh, watching, I, I started catching hold of a video about the trees, I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and you already know, I have a personal affinity yeah, for trees. about trees, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you recommended a book to me once. Uh, one yeah. One of the previous podcasts. Um, what was yeah, that the book? secret life of trees. The yeah, of life of trees. There you go. Yeah, I need yeah, to pick yeah, that yeah. one up. <laughs> might be the hidden, hidden life of trees. But um, yeah, so you know, we we started off doing that, just kind of asking everybody to do their own thing. Then we started something called Family Go, which is the start of each day. We we do Joe Wicks. I don't know if you guys do Joe Wicks, but we love Joe Wicks. We've been we've been exercises. trying to do Joe Wicks. I don't trying to do Joe Wicks. Successful. And um, <laughs> but we but alongside Joe Wicks, we do something called Family Go Time. And Family Go Time is where we just come together, ask one of us to prepare like a little bit about God's word. And we don't do this every morning, but we 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 didn't do it every morning. Um, we, like I say, there's different, different ways of uh, evolutions of this. And so, you know, we, but we did as much as we could where one person would come in with a Bible verse or, or a, um, an encouragement. We'd pray together as a family. And then, uh, we'd all put our hands in the middle. Well, you know, there's five of us. So you get, that's a lot of hands all stacked in the middle. Jesus told us to go and make disciples of all nations. Family, go. We do this, you know, whole thing. And that's and awesome. That's just, yeah, it's a great way just to kind of kick things off. And then uh, it's kind of like we're team Kindle, you know, we're all in this together mm. on the same team. Then we started doing these, um, these videos. You, you mentioned it before, but we have had so much fun making these music videos because my kids are flaming amazing dancers. Like they, 
they, they're little b-boys and b-girls and they can like do all this stuff and i found out with my gopro that i can slow it right down and make it look like a legit music video you know and so i'm just then I'm, they are absolutely legit music videos they look oh. so good so good and i I'm probably making them much bigger than they are, but I was just so impressed that you've obviously, you know, you've got limited stuff to film and edit on, I guess, but you've done such a great job. I mean, obviously oh, the music, geez. the music you're attaching them to is, is great as well. And, you know, very engaging, but uh, yeah, so good. You should be very proud of yourself and your kids. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I really appreciate that, Mark, but, but you know, I've got three more songs in the can that I haven't even edited yet. And I'm just so excited about editing them because I'm learning as I go along. Each one gets better as we go and they're coming up with ideas and we're just trying stuff. And again, we recognize that there's no single director who's controlling the whole situation. You just have to go with it and just try stuff and then take all that footage and put it together. And I think I'm, I'm just seeing God's fingerprints all over this, this whole thing. And so really what we're wanting to do is as a family, as we rediscover what praise and worship looks like as a family, how do we then maximize on that to help other people and help lead other people? And we've got footage from some stuff that I did with some dancers. I mean, I want to say a year ago. I mean, it was, it was definitely, I can safely conservatively say months and months ago, we recorded um, me with three, two, two dancers behind me uh, as a silhouette with a view of doing, I don't know if you've heard of Just Dance. Just Dance yes. is like an online yep. game format. And we thought, what if we just took these silhouettes and we did Just Praise, you know, and mm. help, help people. Well, those videos never saw the light of day until this stuff happened. And we've got a whole team at church that just loves to just, you know, find stuff and, and bring it back. And especially now that we're all online, they're looking for any kind of content. And I genuinely feel as though what we've sown months ago mm. is just now coming to fruition. And in the same way, what we're going to choose to do during this time of isolation is going to come to light where we can choose to sow in the storm or we can just choose to go with it and fly with it. I actually think the more that we're intentional about sowing in the storm, God's gonna take what the devil intended for evil and turn it Amen. around for good. Absolutely. So that, that's me done. I could talk all day about this stuff, but I'm, I'm on the journey right now. This is in the moment. I'm so glad that we have this opportunity just to record something and, yeah. and I guess, you know, like chat it through, have the conversation. Mm, mm. So these, let me go in a bit more detail about the songs uh, that, that uh, are obviously you're, you're, are on these music videos. Uh, are they ones you've already, you've already released uh, in, in some format or, or are, they, uh, are they new stuff? Tell me about those a little bit. Yeah, I mean, this is where you go. How far down into the, into the flower bed do you go? Because um, the songs that we've already recorded um, that are in the can are ones that we have previously released in terms of audio you know, Spotify, YouTube, all that kind of sure. stuff, songs. But now we're just putting a little bit of a visual to it, you know. Um, but there are songs that I have written just before all of this happened that I'm like, this, this is why God gave me this song. Um, I was talking before about peace. And I've written a song called Jesus Be My Peace. 
every time I hear about another person dying, which we're hearing, it's in the hundreds, isn't it? Every day mm. somebody is dying from yeah, COVID-19. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every time I hear about, you know, children at home with their parents, and, and I think about these children that don't know Jesus, I just think of this one song that I've written called Jesus Be My Peace. It's a lullaby. It's a lullaby. Imagine if this is like the last song that somebody's going to hear while they're here on the planet. And it just paves the way into heaven. And it's called Jesus Be My Peace. It's, it's really based on this idea that Jesus will always be the Prince of Peace. And that he promises to be our peace, not just to give peace. He says, the peace I give isn't as the world gives. He promises to be our Prince of Peace. And, and this song kind of goes through that. I wrote it for my youngest, for Elliot. And I'm like, I haven't even released the song yet. The song hasn't been released. So I'm, I'm just praying. I'm like, God, I really want to do this. And I pray that you would make a way. And all my producer friends, you know, some of them are, have to go out and get different jobs because, you know, they're in the storm right now and, and they're having to do this. Some, some other ones have got bigger fish to fry right now. But I'm, yeah. that's one of my prayers right now is for God's timing. Jesus yeah. Be My Peace is going to be the soundtrack for so many people during this time. And so, you know, we, we don't know when it's going to be over. Uh, no. Same way we don't know when this song is going to be finished. If the song's done, it's written. We just need to get it produced and, yeah. and released. Sure. And so all these videos that you're doing with, with your kids and what have you, how, how are you going to put them out there? Are you, are you just kind of put them on your Facebook pages? What, what's, what's the, how do you see these things getting themselves into people's iPads and laptops and, and, and yeah. everything else? Well, our church is being really great. They're releasing, not just our family, but other families are doing similar stuff uh, in church. And they're releasing everything on like um, Audacious Kids Online. They've got okay. an online YouTube channel. But those are more like whole kids church services available or whole praise parties. So an extended time where you get like three or four songs back to back. What I would love to do in my dream, and I've just been looking into this today. I mean, this is bang up to, up to date, but I've just been looking into whether we can do an Orbitron YouTube channel as a way of releasing everything. We've got OrbitronLive.com, which is a website. We've got all the songs are on there. You don't have a YouTube channel. We don't have a YouTube channel yet. And okay. the thing I've been looking at today, you're probably a good person to ask about this actually, is do I release the songs on my personal YouTube channel or do I set up an Orbitron YouTube channel in order for the uh, algorithms to work and all of that kind of stuff? Um, mm. yeah, what would be your, your answer? I would, I would do both. both. I, I, I would do both. I mean, what's stopping you, you know? Um, yeah. Absolutely do both. Um, because obviously if you set up a new channel, you're gonna have zero subscribers. I imagine yourself as, as somebody who's somewhat of a uh, an influencer uh, personality, particularly within the Christian uh, worship scene. You, you must have a number of followers already on your personal one. Yeah. Um, and then just 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 point people to the other site and just say like and subscribe, like subscribe, click the notification bell, all that kind of good stuff uh, until your numbers uh, are an adequate one on your other site. But for now, definitely release them on both. Uh, yeah. And you know they'll be connected, and but share share the other channels. I think share the other channel more than yours uh, if you want that to to rise in number. But yeah, there's nothing stopping you. Go for it. Do both. I think I might do that. So I, we're praying about that. We're talking together, and I've I've actually got a phone call today uh, in about an hour or so with a couple that I just think God has has put on my heart uh, to help me to do this. You know, they're younger than me, 
really, really great at what they do. He's, he's like a media wizard. I think he even works for Apple or something. She's oh. like a really great okay. presenter. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm just, you can pray with me that, uh, that God will speak mm. to them about doing this as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, too, let's just do it right now. Lord, just speak to this couple that, that Chip's got in his mind, Father. And if it's the right thing for you, for your plans and for your purposes, Lord, put that, um, put that eagerness to, to put their talents uh, available to Chip, Lord, right now in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. 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 May, um, would you want, do you want to leave us with any kind of final thoughts uh, uh, about worship, about anything, I guess, in, in, this, in this time that we uh, uh, find ourselves in? Any, anything that you can help us with? Yeah, I want to encourage any uh, parents that are watching this right now uh, to not give up on leading your children in faith. I've been working for a couple of years oh, now good. with a really great organization called the Kitchen Table Project. And Kitchen Table Project is all about inspiring a faith that lasts in the home. And we can go one of two, at least two directions in this time of isolation. We can either kind of put all the barriers up and go, right, you know, I'm just gonna get through this. I'm gonna grin and bear it. I'm gonna learn my homeschooling and just get these kids through this. Or we can look at it as a really great opportunity to go right back to basics and just question everything. Question, you know, have I made an impact already in terms of praise and worship and faith and prayer and Bible and all of that stuff? Look at kind of what's already there, what you can work with. Uh, be willing to listen to your kids as much, if not more, than you want to control them and, and run the show. Um, work with them. And I, I'm aware that people have different ages, kids, and, and this is going to happen on different levels. But I just really want to encourage parents to treat this as an opportunity uh, to take what the devil intended for evil and turn it around for good. And, and just work with your kids on um, what it means to worship together as a family in the home. There's loads of resources on Kitchen Table Project's website. I'm sure there's thousands of other ones as well. We're creating these videos. Hopefully they can, they can help you as well. Um, but what does it look like for your family? You have a unique voice as a family yourself and mm. God wants to speak to you as a family. What is he saying to you? Are you asking me or are you, are you putting that out? Ah. <laughs> you, you, you finished. You're the one that started the conversation. Put on the spot there. Do um, it. Mate, no, I, 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 I really appreciate this time together to, to chat to you about this. And we've literally, I, as you were talking then, uh, just the phrase, you, you've got a captive audience. You know, literally, we've got a, you've got a captive audience. And I know that for us as a church, in terms of our live streams and, and our recordings and what have you, um, we are reaching more people uh, who, than, than we've, we've ever been able to in a weird way that, that wouldn't have stepped through the doors of a, of a church building on a Sunday but they're venturing into our world, as it were, uh, digitally. Uh, and um, I'm loving that. I'm loving that connection that we're, we're, we're having with people. And, and our, our kids can, we can take that and just, we can say to our kids, we can encourage our kids, look, 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 look at what other people are connecting and engaging with that wouldn't, don't even know Jesus. And yet they're, they're saying, well, what's this all about? Because that's the number one thing I'm, I'm beginning to hear is people aren't asking God why suffering. They're not asking that question. What they're, what they're asking is what's next because all of a sudden you know nations people uh, that make up the nations are, are are realizing their mortality that you know they're only two or three steps away from somebody who will have you know passed away because of this horrific 
disease. And so they're asking what's next. And I think, I think for our kids, they're obviously going to be asking the same kind of questions. They're obviously going to be wanting to know what is this faith that I, that I've grown up in uh, and that some of our kids are beginning to own for themselves. But even those who are beginning to own for themselves and think they're actually way down the line, they're suddenly realizing, Oh, what is it that I actually, that I've actually got a hold of that, that, that my parents instilled in me, but then I found for myself. And I think, I think right now we've got such an opportunity to have these conversations uh, about, about who God is, the character of God, and, and, and what, what it is to truly be someone of a worshipful heart. There's a lot of people that have got now a lot more time on their hands um, and, and, and take those opportunities, like you guys have been doing with your family go and, and what have you. There are so many weird and wonderful things. And, and here's the thing, I don't want anybody to feel guilty that they've not done these things already. I don't want people to look at you and go, oh, well, he's just got it all together and look at his family, they're doing this and high-fiving and, and they're loving Jesus. Um, you know, there are things we can all learn, isn't there? We can all do better. And I know even for myself, there are things that, so many more things that we can be doing with our kids and helping our kids. So I don't want anybody out there, you know, maybe for the last two weeks, your kids have been sleeping late, staying in their pajamas all day and haven't really been engaging in anything. Well, do you know what? It, this, this is just the beginning. We don't, like, we don't. Let's get dressed. Let's... Let's, let's spend some time around this, this dinner table that we don't normally use, you know, it just gets full of junk, and actually talk to one another and begin to talk about the things of God with one another. There's, there's an opportunity right here, right now. Stop. Stop. 
guys hope you really enjoyed connecting with our service this morning that God spoke to you through the worship and through the lockdown interview that that um, Chip and Mark did as well and um, as always we would love to connect with you we'd love to hear from you so if you'd like to get in touch then please email us at hello at myfreedom.church and if you want to find out more about us Freedom Church or about God and who Jesus is, then please visit our website, which is myfreedom.church. Now, we're gonna trial something today. So ordinarily, when we meet as a church, we would be having coffee and cake and tea together and just catching up, having a good old chinwag after the service. And obviously, we can't do that, and we really miss seeing you all. So we're gonna trial something using an app called Zoom. Some of you may have heard of it, some maybe not, but it's available across all platforms as an app. And what it means is that we can all come into a virtual room together, see each other via video and just have a good catch up. Now, it might work, it might not work. We're just gonna see how it goes. So we are gonna start it at 12.15. So it gives you a little bit of a break after we finish here and then you can download the app and join. And we just want to say that um, please don't log in with your device name because we won't be able to admit you into the room. You need to have your, your real name up there. So not a device name or a random nickname, but your name. And then we can invite you into the room and connect that way. So yeah, we're going to trial it, see how it goes. I just want to say as well that we're going to do it for 30 minutes, but you can pop in and then go after a few minutes, after 10 minutes, you can choose, or you can stay on for the whole call. It's up to you, so no pressure at all. So the details are going to be just coming up at the end of this video, and then you'll have the meeting ID and the password that you need to join. And we really, really look forward to seeing you there. Bye for now.